Greetings to all learners. I am a faculty of biology at SRN International School, Jagatpura, Jaipur. Dear learners, today we'll be discussing the theories of cell of your chapter Cell, the fundamental unit of life, NCERT textbook, grade 11. Students, firstly, let's discuss what is cell. So, cell is the basic structural and functional unit of living organisms in other words cell make up living things and carry out activities that keep a living thing alive so basically there are different theories given by various scientists so let's discuss about each and every theory so cell theory is a collection of ideas and conclusions from many different scientists over time that describes cells and how cells operate. All known living things are made up of one or more cells. All living cells arise from pre-existing cells by division. The cell is the basic unit of structure and function in all the living organisms. Basically, there is a scientist named Robert Hooke. Who discovered cell? Anton van Leeuwenhoek observed the first living cell, whereas Robert Brown discovered nucleus. Let's discuss about unicellular and multicellular organisms now. So, an organism that is made up of only one cell is called as unicellular organism, like Euglena, Paramecium east where basically each and every process is being carried out within the one cell or a single cell what are multicellular organisms now so an organism that is made up of more than one cell it is said to be a multicellular organism just like humans just like plants animals and various fungus now let's discuss about the size of cells so, the smallest cell is mycoplasma and the largest one is ostrich egg, which is approximately 18 cm. Let's discuss about the shape of cells now. So, cells vary in shape. Variation depends mainly upon the function of cells. Some cells like euglena and amoeba can change their shape, but most cells have a fixed shape. Human RBCs are circular by a concave for easy passage through human capillaries. Nerve cells are branched to conduct impulses from one point to another. Human WBCs can change their shape to engulf the microorganisms that enter the body. Let's discuss about the structure of cell now. So, the detailed structure of a cell has been studied under compound microscope and electron microscope as well. So, certain structures can be seen only under an electron microscope. The structure of a cell as seen under an electron microscope is called its ultra structure. I hope it's clear to everyone. Now, let's discuss about animal cell. So, an animal cell is composed of a nucleus, Golgi body, vesicle, plasma membrane, mitochondria, 
cytoskeleton, centriole, lysosome, cytoplasm, RER that is rough endoplasmic reticulum and SER that is smooth endoplasmic reticulum and at last the nucleolus. Now let's discuss about the plant cell. It is composed of nucleus, Golgi body, vesicle, lysosome, plasma membrane, mitochondria, chloroplast, cell wall, vacuole, SER, RER and nucleolus. At last the bacterial cell. It is composed of capsule, cell wall, plasma membrane, cytoplasm, flagellum, food granule, plasmid having DNA, ribosomes, nucleoid and pili. Let's discuss the structure of cell now. So if we study a cell under a microscope, we would come across three features in almost every cell. That is plasma membrane, nucleus and cytoplasm. All activities inside the cell and interactions of the cell with its environment are possible due to these features. That is plasma membrane, nucleus, cytoplasm, cytosol, cell organelles, endoplasmic reticulum, Golgi body, lysosomes, vacuoles, mitochondria, plastids, centrosome and cytoskeleton. So firstly, let's discuss about plasma membrane. So, it's extremely delicate, thin, elastic, living and semi-permeable membrane. It is made up of two layers of lipid molecules in which protein molecules are floating. Its thickness varies from 75 to 110 angstrom. can be observed under an electron microscope only. What are its functions? So, it maintains shape and size of the cell. It protects internal contents of the cell. It also regulates entry and exit of substances in and out of the cell. It also maintains homeostasis. Let's discuss about the cell wall now, which is very important. It is a non-living and outermost covering of cell, basically of plants and bacteria. It is absent in animal cell. It can be tough, rigid and sometimes flexible as well. It is made up of cellulose, hemicellulose and pectin. It may be thin or thick, multi-layered structure. Its thickness varies from 50 to 1000 angstrom. What are its functions now? So it provides definite shape, strength and rigidity as well. It prevents drying up, basically the desiccation of cells. It helps in controlling cell expansion. It also protects cell from external pathogens. Now next up we have the nucleus. So let's discuss about it. It is a dense spherical body located near the center of the cell. Its diameter is around 10 to 25 nanometer. It is present in all the cells except red blood cells and sieve tube cells. It is well developed in plant and animal cells, undeveloped in bacteria and blue-green algae that is cyanobacteria. Most of the cells are unnucleated or you can say it is uninucleated having only one nucleus. Few types of cells have more than one nucleus, basically the skeletal muscle cells if you heard about it. Let's discuss about nucleus now. So, nucleus has a double-layered covering 
called nuclear membrane a nuclear membrane has pores it is colorless dense sap present inside the nucleus known as the nucleoplasm nucleoplasm contains round shaped nucleolus and network of chromatin fibers fibers are composed of deoxyribonucleic acid that is your dna and protein histones these fibers condense to form chromosomes during cell division dear learners that's all for today i hope you have understood the topic properly stay blessed asanians have a great day